Don't miss it. Fox Across America with me, Jimmy Fallon, on the News Talk Station, KROE. At Carpet Design, their showroom showcases the latest in carpeting, luxury vinyl, tile, laminate, as well as all types of hardwood flooring. You'll see what's new in color, texture, and technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. Tax planning is not just tax preparation. With the changes due to tax reform over the last few years, you need a tax planner to ensure you are getting the most value for your business. We offer advisory services customized to your needs to help maintain financial viability while achieving future goals. Come see us today. Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. And good morning. Good morning. I'm not Floyd. Uh, no, no, we gotta change that. We got a we got a new uh, a new show kind of going. Yeah, 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 we're in the transitional so period why was here. It, why was it there then, Steve? Uh, I missed the probably, last couple of shows. Probably some uh, IT guy didn't I'm change sure, the uh, change the I'm stuff sure. in the software. But I'm back. I don't know who to blame for that. <clears throat> but I'm back and anyway. I'm angry. <laughs> Aaron Palmer and uh, I, I guess I'm not filling in for Floyd, but we'll talk yeah. about that later. Yeah, on. yeah we'll I'm, talk. I'm about at least that. here today. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, numbers to call. Uh, today is your day to talk about whatever you want to talk about. This is Open Lines Friday, Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Let's talk about what you want to talk about. We've got an an issue mm-hmm. that we what <laughs> issue? We, got a we have lots of issues. Oh man! <clears throat> and a whole How long is the show? What? Not How long lo- is the show? Yeah. Not long enough. Not long enough. <laughs> I have a couple of axes to grind. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give you a chance. Yeah. All right. The poll question from last week was concerning the time change. Yeah, it was a timely thing, I think. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh, first North Mega of Wyoming poll question for this week. What is your opinion on the daylight saving time change? And the options we had were you keep it how it is, you uh, get rid of it and go to the summertime year round, you get rid of it and go to uh, wintertime year round, or you weren't sure what to do with it. And uh, our responses were 56% of those responding said we should abolish it and stay on daylight saving time all year. Which is the summer. That's the one we just switched to. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then the next highest response, 32% said we should abolish it and stay on standard time all year, which is what we just switched from. Uh, 11% said keep it the way it is, and then 2% undecided. So uh, definitely a minority wants to keep it how it is. Uh, a and majority was, want to change it. It's a bit divided over which way to go. Which way to go. I, and, and that shocks me because I would think that most people, yeah, stick it, just keep it the way it is. Hmm, but, really? Yeah. But apparently not. So. Uh, I think it depends on how much of a hassle it is for you to do that flip-flop every year. And each each of these options has its good points and its bad points. Mm-hmm. 
So let's talk a little bit about that because um, this happened. When did we figure out that they, that because through the 1800s up to some certain point, and I'm not sure where, but you'd go to some town mm-hmm. and it would be such and such time. Then you'd go five miles down the road and there'd be another town with a different time that could right. be minutes or hours different. <laughs> so at some point we adopted kind of a standardized time for the country, yeah. more or less. That was kind of the beginning of the whole thing. Right. Uh, yeah, because w- when did that happen? Did, uh, did you... I looked it up. It was uh, November uh, November 18th, 1883. 1883. Up until then, every town had its local time based on the, the sun position at noon. So it would be, like you said, a few minutes different right. as you went further east or west. Uh, and so they ended that and then standardized it based on the Greenwich Mean Time. And so we had and a. When did they put that up? When did Gren, did they say when Greenwich time was? I don't know. Obviously, it was before 1883. So. Right, right. It's kind of odd that in 1883 we were using some British standard, though. Right. <laughs> think but about yeah, that. Yeah, that's but that's the entire world adopted that. Yes. So anyway, and so we're still based on that. It's always you know well there's a there's a universal time and we always base on that and then go plus or minus an hour for the different time zones. So it was in 1883 that the time at least got standardized across the time zones. Uh, then it was in the uh, nineteen, like nineteen eighteen, I think, that we actually started doing the daylight saving change, where we'd shift an hour forward and back, and that was a wartime measure for uh, conserving energy uh, for the war effort. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And I think so, uh, but does it still make sense today? That's Probably. the question. Right. No, you know, yeah. I, 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 I was one of those people. It's like you know what doesn't bother me. Switch it forward, switch it back. Didn't bother me, but. You know, and a lot of people I've talked to say, you know, the time change bugs them. Does it bother? Does it affect you guys? Uh, not horribly. Only because you lose an hour of sleep. Well, see, I That's I it. was really never affected by it, but you know, the last sometimes I am, mm-hmm. yeah. and it takes a while to kind of maybe a week or so to get back into the flow. But this year wasn't too bad. I'm one that yeah. likes the extra daylight because you know, in the summertime activities. You know, that extra hour of fishing time is okay. Mm-hmm. That extra hour to maybe get a few more holes in at the golf course. Right. You know, or yeah. if you have chores to do and things like that, you know, mow the yard or whatever. Right. But in that case, if you, if we would stay on this time year-round, you'd still have that. You'd yes. still have the yeah. 9.30 sunset. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the downside to that, though, is what happens in the winter. We can get yes. into that here in a bit. Right, and I think that's one of the reasons that they originally went to it because, mm-hmm. as you said, go ahead. Uh, well, of course, we do have a couple of states that are on standard time year-round, which is not what is being proposed in Wyoming. That's Um, Arizona, right? Arizona and Hawaii. Hawaii, And the reason for that is federal law allows states to opt out of the daylight saving time, but you can't observe it year-round. So if you opt out of daylight saving time, you just stay on standard time all the time, which is what Arizona and Hawaii have done. So when all of us jumped forward, Mm -hmm. they were already there? No. Or or they stay an hour behind us? They didn't jump forward. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that one is an easy one to do, but that's not what's being God, proposed. It's confusing. It is. <laughs> I know. Well, it always confuses me which one daylight saving time and standard time is. Daylight right. saving time is summertime. Standard time is wintertime. And I was confused about that last week, but I've, I've got it written down here, so I won't forget. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think most people, when like in our poll, the same thing. If you ask which way do you want to go, if you want to get rid of the back and forth change and which which one would you stay on, it's overwhelmingly the daylight saving time, the summertime that we'd want to stay on, especially here, we like Trevor was saying, you get the later sunsets in the summer, and that's great. Mm-hmm. What if about you, winter, though? What's the, you know, the, there's there's going to be the rest of the story. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the trade-off right. is, uh, what I have to look it up here, the earliest, the, the latest sunrise in the winter, if we stay on daylight saving time, is 8.43. That's darn near 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be, you know... 
a lot of I'm used to coming to work in the dark. Right, right. You, do it, you do it every day so year it, round so, anyway. Yeah, so it doesn't bother me. But something yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but you're off work when it's still daylight. Most people go to work and go to go home yes, in the dark. Exactly. Yeah. Now that would would that still be the case? I don't know. The, I don't the, know. the sunset. If we stayed, I don't think it would. the The sunset would probably set late enough. If you stayed on stand or daylight saving time in the winter, that you'd still probably get some sunlight before you. I would think if you left to work at five, because I that. think the the earliest that the sun rises normally is like four thirty. Yes, yes, yeah. So in the it would be five thirty ish. It would be it'd be five thirty. Yep, that's so correct. So most people would have you know a little bit of daylight. Yeah, if you left to work at five, it wouldn't be dark yet at least. Mm-hmm. Where now it, it often is. It's dark by the time you get out of work in mm-hmm. the winter time. So. so Go ahead. The trade-off there. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the main issue is, uh, of course, first of all, you have to have a federal law change right. that allows you to observe daylight saving year-round, which isn't currently the case. Uh, in Wyoming, uh, we, have, uh, we have legislation that has been passed in Wyoming to uh, observe permanent daylight saving time. Um, but, of course, you can't do it because there's no federal law allowing you to do that. And our law also is dependent on three or more of the, our surrounding states also making that same move. So you'd need Good Colorado, luck. Idaho, Montana, Nebraska, North mm-hmm. Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Three out of those, three or more, would have to also adopt similar legislation, and the federal government would have to allow it before we can do anything. So, right. in other words, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> I think probably you know, likely. Not. There's enough, likely there's enough hoops to jump through that maybe in the long run, is it really worth what the court battle? Right. I don't know the money. Yeah, that, that's the thing is there. You know, it, when you first think about it, it does seem like man, if we could just stop this back and forth because it is a hassle and we, we there's a lot kind of, of a pain. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, <clears throat> studies that show that it actually it causes health problems. Like you're, it's a stress on your body, especially yeah. the one we just did. And like Trevor was saying, it takes a week sometimes for you to get adjusted to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're driving around going to work groggy in the morning, that's mm-hmm. not a good thing. <laughs> Um, I'm groggy anyway. <laughs> right. But groggy yeah, Worse groggy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we've seen stats that show that, that car accidents and health issues increase whenever you do these changes. Mm-hmm. So uh, we would get rid of that hassle. Um, so, But at the, on the offset of that, we've done it before, actually, in the U.S. I have to look that up, too. Uh, it was in the 70s. 1974, uh, we did have a year-round daylight saving time through the whole country. That was during As the energy crisis. Yeah, and that was the energy crisis. And so it was the Emergency Daylight mm-hmm. Saving Time Act. It was a planned two-year shift to permanent daylight saving time. And it was uh, initially supported by about 79% of the public when they first uh, did a, you know, to kind of see what people were thinking. In December of 1973, by February of 1974, that's just three months later, after a winter of permanent daylight saving time, the support drops to 42%. Mm, not surprised. So, there you go. Uh, and it also didn't help. I, there was a, a news story about eight kids in Florida that were killed by cars while heading to school in the dark. That obviously right. didn't help the public opinion there. So the planned two years, it didn't go that long. It was actually repealed in October of 1974. And as far as did it help with the energy savings, it didn't do very much. In fact, there might even be a, a, sli- a slight uptick in gasoline usage during that time period. Mm-hmm. So it didn't achieve the goal anyway. So you kind of think that, you have unintended consequences on everything. You know, it's not, hey, that sounds like a great idea, but, you know, yeah. that, that happens a lot. It you happens know? most yeah. times, really. Yeah. And that's, there was a lot of crazy stuff we did back in the 70s, <laughs> that, you know, the energy crisis. Uh, that did that. make people get a little wild. Yeah. Gas yeah. lines and, yeah. yes. 
I don't remember all that. Gas Obviously, lines and big you cars. Too. You know, gas lines and big cars. Right? Did you guys have this out here? Because I grew up in, in a city. Not, you know what? Not really. Yeah. I don't think as a kid I really noticed it. As, you know, I think we, you know, if, you, if you're in a big population center, Excuse me, you're going to notice it more. Right. Don't you think? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Well, I, I grew up in Portland. I remember my mom having this, and I'd sat sat in the car with her while we waited in line mm-hmm. to get up. And then there were a lot of people that, you know, and I I hate to say this, but would put like five bucks, All right. <laughs> 10 bucks in their car because they couldn't afford to fill them up. You know, it was just crazy. But I remember that. I remember that distinctly back in the 70s. Mm. And that was kind of scary. Yeah, and I think you know, obviously, a lot has changed. The vehicles are a lot more fuel efficient now than they were mm-hmm. then. Yep. Um, our our electronic appliances, even though we have a lot more of them, are typically more efficient. more efficient. Lighting has become significantly more efficient, and at the same time, we have a lot more air conditioning than we did before. Right. So, uh, if you look at switching those times, if you're up more at certain times of the day, how much energy are you actually changing your usage of? I don't think you're changing it hardly at all. You're, you're just shifting the time at which it's right, done. Right, I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think the AC runs, you know, pretty much the same no matter what. Your lights don't make that much of a difference in your electric bill. So it, it, the whole reason for passing it in the first place was to save energy. I don't think it's doing that at all. It might even be making it worse. Could be. Yep. So there are some things I think if if you're looking at doing it, which I think there are certain good arguments for getting rid of this time change. It's a pain in the butt for me. Like I mentioned uh, the uh, last week, the fall change for computer automation for the radio stations mm-hmm. is difficult because you have to program them to go back and repeat an hour, and some of these systems aren't very happy about doing that. <laughs> they try to skip ahead in the program right. log, and things right. get messed up. And so even though that's the one that most people will, hey, we gain an hour of sleep tonight. Except for Steve. Except for me, because at 2 or 3 o'clock yeah. in the morning, the phone rings because I got a station off the air. Yeah, and so Steve <laughs> loses about three to four hours. Yeah. yeah or, or a couple days night. worth. And so, then if you, if you happen to be a musician, I think we talked about this too, if you happen to be a musician playing on Saturday night when the time changes, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden at 2 o'clock, the bar goes, we're going to stay open an extra hour. And you're like, great, yeah. great. Are we going to get more money? Nope. Well, of course nope. not. <laughs> you got a flat fee for the night no matter how long you pay. <laughs> you're playing six hours tonight, not five. That actually did kind of help me this this time around usually the spring when i do feel groggy for the next half of a week or so this year it didn't because my band played both friday and saturday night so i was totally exhausted sunday we played until one o'clock in the morning so you you, you didn't even notice it then no i went to bed early sunday Mm -hmm. and by monday i was pretty much back on schedule Mm -hmm. so i mean maybe a little more tired than normal but not noticeably so and then middle of the week you're just good yeah by wednesday it it was i was totally adjusted so that's the key just stay up late yeah, make yourself extra tired. Right, you'll go to bed early Sunday and you'll, you'll be sleep. Bright. That's kind of like what they what they do for jet lag. You know, if you're going to a, a, a country where you're significantly off time, just stay up until their bedtime. Go to bed then. You'll be really tired, yeah. but you'll wake up. You get the, back on their schedule. Yeah, right. That, that's a good way to adjust to that. So just especially if you're going to be there a while. Yeah. So is that what we should do here, rather than just get rid of it? Because uh, there are some downsides, like we mentioned, the uh, the, the the late sunrise. In the winter would be an issue. So I think if you are going to get rid of our switch back and forth and go to permanent daylight saving time, we need to make some other adjustments too. And I think that starts getting really complicated really quickly. I mm-hmm. think, yeah, it's not just a time change issue. There's other things involved that you'd have to mm-hmm. look at as well, such as. I think we would have to, I mean, we've talked about the, the kids that were you know traveling yeah. to school in the winter in pitch black. That's yeah. not a good situation. That's not, that's not safe at all. So delay the start of school until 9 o'clock? Do you do that? 
But if you do that, that messes up with, you know, parents dropping work, kids yeah, work off. work schedules and things like that, dropping them off, picking them up. Yeah, and a lot of people can't change the time they work. I mean, there are certain right. jobs that, like, mm-hmm. our job, we can't just not do the show, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Bob, I won't be in for a couple hours. What? What? No, so, you better get in here. So some people could do that. And, and then that gets confusing, too, because it's like, okay, so do, do you do that year-round then? Does school right. always start at 9, or do you change it once you get back into the summer months to move right. it earlier? That gets just as confusing, maybe even more confusing than the time change, which all happens at once, because different businesses might decide to open at nine o'clock sometimes and then not open until, you know, 10 or eight or whatever. And then it's going to be on an individual basis. You're never going to know when anything's open. Right. Um, After school activities, I think, you know, how would you deal with that? Right. Um, How do you deal with the number of hours that the kids need to be in school? I don't know if it's the case here, but some states, it's a certain number of hours that you have to have for every school year. Yep. Uh, so do you just shift yep, it yep, so yep. it ends an hour later too? Yeah, that those are big questions. What, what do you do? Yeah, and like you said, okay, we're going to wait and we're going to have school start at nine. Yeah, you're not going to be able to go from nine to six or seven <laughs> in the evening. Though right. it's just all of a sudden those kids aren't going to have the number of hours. Yeah, in school that they're. I'm sure there are to. ways to deal with it, but I think it becomes a lot more complicated. Yeah, and then um, you know, I guess one of the issues we have right now with with staying that way. Is animals don't care, <laughs> you know. Right. You know, the, your dogs still want to get fed at this at the same time. You're not kidding. <laughs> you're not kidding. Yeah, exactly. This, yeah. When you're especially in the fall, when you get the extra hour, yeah, they don't care. They're in your face, <laughs> and they're hey, I got to go out and yeah. I want some breakfast because the sun is still doing what it does, right? And they're kind of based on that. And I think that's the same for agriculture, ranchers, and right. stuff. I think yeah, wasn't there? There's some argument that said that's why we went to this in the first place was yeah. because of agricultural. You know, we were an agricultural society, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you were reading earlier and said that that was kind of a yeah. fallacy. The right? article I said, uh, I was reading, said that that was a myth. And uh, actually, the, those folks have been pr- opponents of it from the beginning because, like we're talking about, you know, their schedules are based upon the daylight. Sunrise, sunset. Yeah. Right. Regardless uh, of what the time clock says. Cows need to be milked at the same time of the yeah, day, regardless of what the clock says. So I think it's actually more of a pain for them than anything else. Right. So the question is, how difficult is it to get to get it changed? And then if you do change it, what what do you do about it, like the stuff in some parts of the country, like Arizona and Hawaii, you don't have as dramatic of a swing in the sunrise and sunset times as you do in the northern latitudes like here. Right. Yeah, because they're closer to the equator, so it's not a huge difference. And then what do they do? Because they're on standard time year round and we're trying to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. So. I guess we could look also look at you know it is more the the most thing that people say is because of the summer months having those later sunsets going to that time year round is what you want to do, but how about going the other way? Would that make sense if we stayed on standard time year round? Well, I think we wouldn't see the nine thirty sunsets, but right. eight thirty would be. It's not know, bad. Not bad. Yeah, it'd be better than five thirty, and we could do that right now. Right. The federal law allows for that. Right. And that would get rid of the back and forth stuff. It seems like it would be maybe a little more even keel, so to speak, because the sunrises would be six-ish. Yeah, let's take a look at that. Um, and sunrise, because I think there's 14 hours of daylight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the latest latitude. Latest sunset would be, I mean, like, technically it's 9 p.m. here right now. It would be 8 p.m., 7.59. Okay. Uh, the earliest sunrise would be 4.19 <laughs> wow, that early? That would be a problem. Yeah. So now we've got the opposite problem of what we have in the winter of it being dark when you're going to school. Now you've got your dogs wanting to get up at four o'clock in the morning. 
But if you went to that standard time, that's a, that's if we stayed on oh, standard time. Yeah, then you'd eventually you'd get used to adjust the f- to that. Yeah, I don't know if your animals would. I mean, four o'clock in the morning is pretty early. Well, no, you would just get up at four o'clock. I would think <laughs> with the dogs and the cows and everything else. But, I mean, people adjust. I mean, when yeah. you're talking about, let's take Alaska. You know, the, there's in the way northern latitudes. You know, in the wintertime, they have what months of darkness, and then in the summertime they mm. have months of. Sun, yeah, the sunshine. sun actually doesn't even set for right. sometimes. So, yeah. And they adjust to that. Is it weird? Well, when you initially do it, yeah. yeah. But if you've lived up there your entire life, it's just the way it is. So what's worse then? Is adjusting to that <clears throat> more difficult than adjusting to a one-hour time shift twice a year? Good question. Uh, I would almost say the one-hour time shift twice a year is not as difficult as adjusting to a 4 a.m. sunset because that's going to be yeah. for a good part of the summer. Yeah, The sun's going to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning. 419 is what it says here. In a, here. Here. If, if we do that switch. Our, our sunrise here in Sheridan would be 419. Wow. If we stay on standard time year-round, which we could do right now. So that might be worse. Legally, is is that worse than a dark? I don't know. They're both bad, if you ask me. Yeah. I think, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. What do we do? I, I would say maybe just keep it the way it is. Yeah, it's not. It's an inconvenience, but it's not a pain. And you do adjust. You right. know, maybe it takes you a week, but you do adjust. And then after that, everything's fine. Like right now, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good, and we're good until the fall when we got to do the backwards thing. Right, right, right. Uh, I guess uh, you can't change the time the sun comes up. So if the sun comes up at four four twenty in the morning, and your animals are up and getting busy at four o'clock, there's nothing you can do about that. Right. Uh, but you could adjust the time school starts in the winter. So maybe moving to the Daylight saving time year-round is an easier change to do because you can at least adjust the time of your activities to deal with the dark in the morning. But, as we said before, there's a lot of other things that need to go along with that. So that becomes difficult. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk more. Keep in mind, this is the uh, Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll talk about what you want. Give us a call. We'll uh, come back after these messages on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Novus Autoglass does more than just chip and windshield replacement. Hi, this is Cindy, and here at Novus Autoglass, we can replace window regulators, door glass, back glass, and many more other options. Big or small, we can fix them all. Novus Autoglass can also service and recalibrate lane departure and other safety systems. Stop in or call today to make an appointment. Novus Autoglass, 347 North Main, 672-0139. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. 
As a Helen Brand water pro, I can help clear up any questions you have about filtration for your home's water. Like how clean my drinking water really is? We'll show you what's in your water with a simple in-home water test. Or telling me what reverse osmosis even means and how it's different than standard filtration? For sure. The Helen Brand Millennium uses reverse osmosis, four stages of enhanced filtration, to filter out up to 99% of the contaminants that standard filtration leaves behind. For your in-home water test, call Water Products and Solutions today. Brackleton's Fine Food and Spirits invites you to enjoy our lunch menu with popular choices like our ahi tuna bowl with ahi tuna, soy marinade, peanuts and scallions, wonton chips, wasabi aioli, and sesame seeds. Or our turkey lettuce cups, Asian ground turkey, lettuce, cilantro, peanuts, hot sauce, or maybe our fish and frites, battered cod, shoestrings, and spicy slaw. Lunch at Brackleton's, where good food is good mood on Main Street, downtown Sheridan. A group that's been captivating global audiences since 1973. San Jose Tyco takes the Y.O. Theater stage Tuesday, March 21st at 7 p.m. Inspired by traditional Japanese drumming, company performers express the beauty of human spirit through the voice of the Tyco, creating a vibrant contemporary art form which connects people through cultural understanding and creative expression. Tickets are available now through the Y.O. Box Office or online at yotheater.com. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer and Steve Sisson. We're talking about, oh, stuff to do with the time change. Yeah, I'd be curious to see if anyone uh, listening has an opinion, too. It'd be yeah. good to see, uh, you know, what the, if, if there's something we have been missing or, you know, taking the wrong angle on. Sure. And what was the, what was the opinion on the poll that we did? Uh, let's take a look at that again. Uh, it was uh, definitely a majority saying that we should switch to uh, daylight saving time year-round. That's the summer. That's the summertime, the one we're on right now. Uh, that was the majority, 56%. Uh, yes, 56% say to stay on daylight saving time. That's the summertime all year. Uh, that was followed by 31% that say we should stay on standard time all year, which is what we were talking about just going into the break. Uh, then only 11% think we should keep it the way it is. And then uh, 2% are undecided. So I think it's pretty clear that uh, people don't like this back and forth. Uh, and m about, you know, almost twice as many people want to go to summertime as they do to stay on wintertime year-round. And I think that's because of the of the late summer sunsets. Right. I think so. But that, again, we're talking about an, a really early. Yes. Uh, it, if we do that, though, you know, our time right now, it's five, it'd be five at 5.20 in the morning is when the sun comes up at okay, the earliest. That wouldn't be terrible. That's not bad. I mean, the summertime schedule for us works pretty well. Uh, for summertime. In this latitude. Yes. yes. But if you stay on that year-round, the downside to that is you get a very late sunrise at the latest part in the winter of almost 9 o'clock, you know, 840, what was it, 847? Eight, I uh, just can't even imagine. 843. So I cannot imagine. That's that. the thing. that And that, that was the thing when, when we went, when the country went to the year-round daylight saving time back in the 70s, that was the complaint, was the really late Sunrise in the winter was a, a real problem for a lot of people. So you have to deal with that somehow. If you're going to do it, uh, do you just deal with it and you're, you're going to work in school in the dark. Trevor does it every day year round. It can be done. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah but I've been doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm years and years and years and years. So it doesn't, I don't even, you know what? I don't really even think about it. Yeah. 
Are you just set in your ways then? No, I just don't even think about it. I mean, it's time to go to work, you know? <laughs> right. You time just go to make and... the donuts. Yep. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is the kids going to school. Right. If yeah. your that kids, would be a, a, yeah. If they're walking to school, because you've got the combination of it being pitch black, it Riding might as bikes. well be the middle of the night. You know what? They ride their bikes to school. Yeah, that walking would be to school. a danger, mm-hmm. walking and riding your bike. And they're doing it when there's a lot of traffic, because there's going to be a lot of traffic going to going to work. If everyone's, if we're just keeping our schedules the way they are, then we have very busy traffic, and it's really dark. I mean, it is, might as well be the middle of the night. That's how right. dark it's going to be. Right. And it's in the winter, too, so we could have bad weather on top of it. I, it wouldn't be as bad, as bad if the kids were riding a bus. Mm-hmm. You know, then, you know, they're in a vehicle, they're getting dropped off in front of the school. But, yeah, if they're walking or riding, riding their bikes, mm-hmm. that would be... That yeah. would be dangerous. I think that's an issue that we need to talk about if if this legislation goes forward. And and right now, Wyoming is there. We're just waiting for other states to to join in. We've already passed this. We, yeah, the legislation has passed in Wyoming. We're waiting for other states and for the federal government to say, "Hey, it's okay to do this." And if those things happen, then we're on our way. And you did say three three of the surrounding states. Yes, need to, at so. least three of the surrounding states have to get on board. And so far, that hasn't happened. I don't know where the status is on them. I think I think Montana and Utah have joined in. They're, so that's two of the three right, right there. So essentially, we'd be looking at the majority of the mountain time zone would be pretty on, much okay with this if we get at least three. Yeah, but I kind of wonder if, you know, just like the thing in the 70s where it was supposed to go for two years, and by three months in, people were, had really turned against it. If we were going to see a similar thing here that we haven't really thought about, how bad is that 9 a.m. sunrise going to be mm-hmm. if this does go through? I don't know if, if people have really considered the uh, ramifications of just going to daylight saving time you're on and not changing anything else. What's your opinion? Yeah. <laughs> like to know. Yeah. Call in. The numbers to call if you're uh, wanting to speak on this subject or something else. Uh, 674-4443 or 672-5763. Uh, it's your opportunity to talk about this or whatever you want to mm-hmm. on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Um, this is something that, uh, you know, of course, Wyoming is just one of uh, many states that have kind of started working in this direction. I think there's at least 19 states that either have enacted legislation or even passed it to provide for year-round daylight saving time. And that is overwhelmingly the way that the states seem to want to go. I'm curious, were they mostly southern states, or does it say? Uh, I'll have to look. I'll have to bring the page back up here. I don't know. I'll, t- I'll take a look at that. Because okay. um, it would make sense if they were southern states, because there again, they would be less. there would be less of a, of a swing in those states that are closer to the equator, uh, as opposed that, to like Montana and Maine. Uh, that does seem to kind of be the case. We have Alabama. Okay. We have Georgia, Mississippi. Um, then there's Louisiana. Okay. Uh, Ohio is one of them. Idaho has, uh, I think they have a resolution maybe. Uh, then there's South Carolina, uh, Delaware, Maine, hmm. Oregon. Hmm. So it's not entirely Southern states. No. Uh, Florida, uh, California voters authorized to change in 2018, but no legislation I think <laughs> went through with that. Um, yeah, so it, it's not, it's not prime. It's not exclusively Southern right. states. But yeah, you're right. I think that makes a lot more sense. Like Arizona doesn't seem to have much of a problem with it. Right. Hawaii clearly doesn't. Right. Um, and they're farther south than any of us. Right. So, right. So uh, and but they're on this. They're on standard time year round, which is the opposite of what everything here. Um, every single. I don't think there's any other states that are looking at going to standard time year round. It seems to be by far the least uh, popular of those two options. Hmm. But yeah, in the northern states, you know, like here in Montana and North Dakota. 
that sunrise is going to be very late in the winter when you get into December and January. What did Alaska do? Are, are, have they, have uh, they even joined? I don't think this? Alaska cares because, so, like you said, they've got other issues. <laughs> They have plenty yeah. of other. Th- I mean, that, it, they're it, not talking about hours difference. They're talking about <laughs> days and months difference. It probably makes no difference to them, really. Uh, which way you go, it probably doesn't matter at all because you're still going to have those times of the year where things are totally wacky. It doesn't really matter, probably. I haven't heard anything about Alaska at all. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. the The time zone that Alaska's in is Alaska Hawaii time zone, correct? Uh, I don't know. So I, I think they may change, and Hawaii doesn't change. At least I think. Uh, yeah, what time zone? Yeah, that is you're you're right. It's Hawaiian Hawaii Aleutian time. Okay. So yes, they change, but Hawaii does not. It's not. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be interesting. I wonder what would Arizona like if we do see, which so far hasn't happened because the federal government isn't allowing it to happen. But if we do start to see, I think if the federal government does allow this to happen, we're going to see a lot of states all of a sudden start making that shift. Mm-hmm. What do Arizona and Hawaii do? Because then they're you know, they're the plus the uh, the time zone difference. Then they're also a, a t- an hour off because they're on standard time year round. Yeah, do and they, they'll be an hour off year round. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> do they do they then jump on board and shift their time by an hour, or do they just stay where they are and we still have to figure out? And how does that work with Amtrak? <laughs> how does Amtrak work? Well, exactly. I mean. <laughs> but that, we were talking about that earlier. That that was kind of the reason that everybody went to a standard. The country went to a standard is because of the railroad. Yeah, that was a total mess before because right. every town had its own time. Right. Um, you know, still the time zones are, you want to really make stuff difficult. How about this? How about we get rid of this confusing base, whatever it is, six, 60, what, how, how, what is it? Time, we figure it by 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes an hour. Let's make that base 10. Huh? Uh-huh. Easier to do math on your time then. Well, true. You make it 100 seconds in a minute. Hundred. That would throw the calendar off too. Well, so you they, keep. I mean, the days would still be the same number of days. That would be the odd thing. They couldn't be. How could they be? Well, yeah, because it's just the the. You don't keep the actual time of the second. You adjust how long a second is. Oh, okay. A second gets shorter, and there's a hundred of them in a minute instead of sixty. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. So the time. Let's quote, just muddle this up some more. <laughs> I know. I, let's muddy the waters. That is what I'm saying. If you're going to yeah. mess with this, let's really do wow. it. Wow. And let's go to the metric system while we're at it. Let's yeah. get, get kilometers going. And, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, the rest of the world's <laughs> metric. Why? <laughs> right. why? Because we're Americans. That's right. We do what we want. And we just do it the way we want to do it. I like yards and pounds and stuff like that. Which is really funny because, you know, it gets because we're America. But that's based on old British stuff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. even, the, even the British don't do that anymore. Well, did, did, you have to learn, did you have to learn the metric system, system in school? Uh, yes. Yes. But, we, I remember we did, but we never used it. Right. So, yeah. What right. was the point? I learned and now, it. I mean, I have, to, I have to stop and think because we learned it in school. But then we didn't incorporate it into our lives. So now when everybody's, oh, it's, uh, you know, 65 kilometers, right. I've got to go. Uh, I think if we were a certain age, they did it because they thought eventually maybe the U.S. would right. yes. switch. Yes. And it just didn't and happen. i tell you what, your speedometer on your vehicles, that helps me so much. And there's <laughs> yeah. times where, where I'll hear something like, it's 120 kilometers, and I have to go out and look at my speedometer and go, okay, that's whatever, however many miles. It is interesting because, yeah, I learned it and then forgot it, basically. Right. I mean, it's, it's, you don't really have to learn it. It's so easy. It's just base 10. Everything's it's based, just based on 10. 10, yes. So that's easy to remember. But a kilometer means nothing to me. I know yeah. how long a mile is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A kilometer, if you tell me it's 10 kilometers, I have no idea how long that actually is. Yeah. Drive, have, go drive in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, if you're driving in Canada, it's kilometers, and you're kind of like, uh, okay. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like a crapshoot. You're guessing. That number means nothing to me. Yeah, if it's 120 kilometers, you're like, uh, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I have to stop and do mm-hmm. nothing that's, like, not good. I will say that the um, when you're talking about temperatures, Celsius versus Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit makes more sense to me. Right. Because that, that number is kind of based more around the human experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like 40 degrees Celsius versus zero compared to, like, you know, 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Celsius, zero Celsius is... 32 degrees, right? Yes. Yes. But it's not and a linear bo- and scale. And boiling is 100. Yeah. So that's, when when you're saying 80 degrees Celsius, that's quite warm. And, or if yes. you say 45 degrees. 45 degrees. It's really is a hot day. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a hot, 45 degrees is very warm. But to it's me. It's about double, isn't it? Like 45 yeah, would be about the equivalent. It's not of linear, but yeah. Right. it's. But to me, basing that around the experience of water doesn't make sense for the human experience. To me, Fahrenheit makes more sense. Like, 80, 90, 100 is a hot day, mm-hmm. and that makes more sense. You know, 40 doesn't, I mean, it, the, 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 where, the, where the big numbers happen, like 0, 100 on Fahrenheit makes more sense from the human perspective right. than it does for, you know, Celsius makes more sense from the water perspective, which, right. you know, maybe scientifically it makes sense. But as far as, like, actually talking numbers that make sense to humans, 100 is a big number. Mm-hmm. 100 is a hot day. To me, if we, even if we're going to the metric system, we should stay on Fahrenheit. That makes more sense to me. Thank God we have phones because there are times, you know, <laughs> right. I'll hear something in Celsius and I'll go, what is 45 degrees Celsius in mm-hmm. Fahrenheit? You know, and, and yeah. type it in. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's warm over in Britain. <laughs> right. They're having a hot day over there. <laughs> sounds, you know, when you first hear it, oh, it's 40 degrees. And, you know, oh, that sounds like it's a okay day. Mm-hmm. No, it's hot. Yeah. I, I, and we're never going to change time to anything other than what it is right now. Uh, even though it would make a lot of sense to go to a base 10 time. And you could do it. You yeah. would just make it 100 seconds in a minute, 100 minutes in an hour, 10 hours instead of 12. And then you keep the number of days the same because obviously that's based on sunrise, sunset. But what about little 12 toes? <laughs> because <laughs> that was an argument at one time, too. <laughs> Remember right. that? Yes. Uh, I, that scholastic rock where everything was, yeah, based uh, on 12 instead of 10. Anything other than base 10 is hard for humans because we have 10, right. 10, 10 digits. digits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so base 10 makes a lot of sense. Um, plus we've built our whole, met, you know, the, the moving decimal points is a lot easier than calculating fractions right? or, or, or you know, decimals. So, um, you know, I think Not is a it, strong point of mine. Yeah. I mean, we're never going to switch time, anything other than base, whatever it is. What is it? Base six base. What do they call that? I don't even I know don't what know. it is. Yeah. It's based on the degrees of a circle, right? um, which goes back to the Mayans. I think, uh, are we ever going to switch to the metric? System as far as, I mean, we tried it once and it was just such an undertaking that it didn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't know. I think the more that we use it and people get, well, they've been telling us that for decades. I know. That's why they were teaching it to us in school back in the day is, well, you know, if they get used to hearing it and seeing it and, you know, it'll it'll eventually, well, it didn't happen. I mean, I went to, when I learned it, that was 50 years ago. Right. I'd say nothing has changed. Hey guys, when I was in junior high, the ice age was coming. All That's the right. science. Yes. When I was in junior high, yep. all the science was the ice age is coming. Yeah. And you look outside, so they might have been right. It's uh, this year. So yeah. it just depends. You know? <laughs> exactly. All right. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll be back right after this. Have you been online to the Sheridan Commercial Company office supply website? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. SheridanCommercial.com will allow you to explore and compare prices with other national brands. We offer delivery or in-store pickup. Over 41,000 items are available by going online at SheridanCommercial.com. That's SheridanCommercial.com. 
Plus, we carry a line of supplies in our store for your everyday needs. The Sheridan Commercial Company, Office Supply Department at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. Considering a mortgage loan? You have a new option right here in Sheridan. Tia Jaffe and the American Liberty Mortgage. Tia and her team offer years of personalized expert service and super competitive rates with a variety of home loan options to choose from. So whether you are purchasing or refinancing, they have something for every stage of your life. Give Tia Jaffe a call today, 307-214-8369 or visit or online at wildloans.com. NMLS number 636438. At Carpet Design, their showroom showcases the latest in carpeting, luxury vinyl, tile, laminate, as well as all types of hardwood flooring. You'll see what's new in color, texture, and technology. If your flooring is showing its age or you just are ready to make a change, come see what's new and exciting at Carpet Design. Every Saturday from 10 to 3, take 20% off on flooring in the warehouse. Large selection, too. Free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, Carpet Design. Select Federal Credit Union would like to wish top of the morning to you with their new March CD special. They are now offering a 17-month CD with a 4.08 annual percentage yield this month only. It requires a $1,000 minimum deposit and an early withdrawal penalty applies. Let Sunlight help you find that pot of gold. So stop by one of their locations in Sheridan, Cody, Powell, and Worland. Or take a look online at sunlightfcu.com. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. Sunlight Federal Credit Union, building a brighter future together. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. It's your opportunity. Well, probably not now. We're running out of time. But it's generally your opportunity to call in and talk about what you want to talk about. But today, time change. Because we just (laughs) went through it and we've... uh, uh, Talk about the poll again real quick. Because people were... We asked what? Uh, we asked if uh, what you should do about the daylight saving cha- change. Uh, okay. Keep it the way it is. Uh, go to permanent daylight saving time year-round. Go to permanent standard time year-round. Or were you not sure? And my computer is deciding that it's going to take an hour uh, but I off think that, right now. Uh, you know, the, I think the, the, the results were probably kind of what we thought. They're, yeah. they're not they surprising be, to me. Yeah. No. I thought it would be a little higher with the percentage with people saying, yeah, leave it alone. But no, yeah. it was very few people. 11% want yeah. to leave it where it is. So Crazy. clearly the majority want to do something, something about it. Right. I, and most of those, by almost two to one, uh, want to go to daylight saving time all year. And that's where the legislation is. Uh, we're just waiting for other states to jump on and for the federal government to jump on, and then then it's going. I, I do think that's probably the way. I mean, if I had to put money on it, I'd say that's probably what's going to happen at some point. I mean, it may take a while to get there. We're, until then, we're just going to keep doing the flip-flop. Right. But I'd say at some point, probably, where you're going to go to daylight saving year-round. And then... Chances are... My money is that we're going to have to start dealing with some other stuff. Yep. Uh, there's going to be a lot of problems, especially with the school kids in December and January. Right. And um, we're probably going to re- revoke it at some point. Either that or we're going to start shifting the time with, where stuff starts, and that opens up a big can of worms. So... Um, I guess time will tell, no pun intended, right? Right. <laughs> All right, we've got a thing coming up with uh, yeah. you and Mr. Floyd. So I, I guess we, we should talk about that because yeah. obviously the lineup here is a little different, and right. I don't know if I'm going to be hanging out here with you too much. Uh, we'll see. Right. Uh, I, I enjoy doing it, but I do have other uh, responsibilities right. here. I'm doing another show actually at the same time as this, which has always been a little bit of a hassle. That's so. amazing. <laughs> How do you do that? That's the miracle of magic. You're a magician. <laughs> the miracle of technology. You're an evil, <laughs> an evil magician. Yes. So what is this? What are you guys doing? Uh, so what we're going to do is we're, we're taking the, the show that uh, you know Floyd and Aaron and Madison and, and myself have been doing here on Fridays, and we're going to shift that over to a podcast. 
It'll be a video podcast, and we're going to open it up to, you know, not just the local uh, topics, but, you know, anything. Like we've, we've touched on it quite a bit with that show. UFOs, aliens. Yeah, all yeah, that kind of. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so it, it, we're going to have a, a new podcast. Our plan is to launch it next week. Uh, we're working on the, the technical a- aspects of it right now, but it'll be a video podcast. It'll be available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we have a website, podcastwyoming.com. Uh, that uh, already hosts uh, some Sheridan Media and other uh, local area podcasts. And so our plan is to get that launched. Hopefully the first one will be up next Wednesday. Very good. All right. New show for you. Well, a continued show on a different format. Jackalopes Explore is what it's going to be called. Cool. All right. <laughs> and that'll do it for today on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Thanks, Steve, Aaron Palmer, and we will see you back here again next week. complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Dreaming of green grass, sunny days, long drives right down the middle of the fairway? Well, so are we. It's time to get ready for the 2023 golf season at Kendrick Golf Course. Rates are still extremely reasonable, making Kendrick Sheridan's best golf value. Take advantage of their preseason discounts and save even more. Discounted Pass is now on sale at City Hall or online at SheridanWY.gov through March 31st. The snow will be gone. The grass will be greening up before we know it. So don't miss out. Play golf this season at Kendrick Golf Course. It's your comfort zone, your place to unwind. So why not have it be exactly how you want it? That's right, it's time to spruce up your home. If you're thinking about countertop remodeling in your kitchen, bar, or bathroom, think ahead and plan now so when you're ready for the big remodel, the big remodel will be ready for you. Sheridan Custom Stone is the most experienced locally owned stone countertop contractor in town, so that means top shelf work and great customer service. Visit Sheridan Custom Stone at 1765 South Sheridan Avenue today to start your dream project.